Bush and Richie here with uh, today's podcast. Um, you're going to get some bonus Brian Cranston uh, in this that the mob listening live didn't get. I would go as far as saying uh, with some of the rest of the show, probably Brian Cranston is one of the only things you'd actually want a bonus content of. <laughs> It's a really good point. If I look at the other bits of the show, whilst they're, you know, fantastic, we had a great time, I don't know whether you'd want a bonus version of it. It's <laughs> just that let's not ruin the show for you, but I think Richie's right. Sorry, I took a sip of water there. Let's crack on. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. It's the Hometime Show. It's Absolute Radio on a toasty Thursday afternoon. And toasties is what we're going to be talking about after six. <laughs> Find out how Richie and I got on last night when we made and tried the legendary minced meat toasted sarni. Uh, yes, uh, toasties for me last night. And then uh, not the greatest of night's sleep. It's been uh, a day powered oh. by coffee today. But for the strangest of reasons, let me explain. The tumble drive has been bust for about two months. I've done nothing right. about it because the weather has predominantly been OK and it's been fine to dry stuff outside. But as you know, last week or so, it's been a bit wet. Backlog of washing, no yep. tumble dryer. So it got to the stage last night where I had to turn the central heating on and, like a student, use every square inch uh, of radiator space in the house to dry clothing, and it felt terrible. That must have been really weird because it's actually quite warm in the evenings as well. That must have been like, uh, here's one for the kids, Tenko. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's exactly that, Bush. And when you wake up at 2am in the morning feeling really, really warm and you can hear the central heating clamp and you're too warm and you're lying there in bed hating yourself because you knew that you should have got the tumble dryer fixed and the heat has woken you up and the house smells a little bit damp because of washing. Mm -hmm. It's very tricky to get back to sleep. So at 2am this morning, do you know what I ended up doing? Go on. I ended up going back around the house very quietly tiptoeing around like a thief removing every single piece of clothing from the radiators because the clothing was now dry and at 2am folding every piece of clothing and putting it all away very nicely for about half an hour having turned the central heating back off before I eventually went back to sleep and while I was doing it I thought to myself I wonder if there's anyone else up right now doing a very unconventional thing at this time of night. See for me I'm concerned, see the two things with you, you're either up there folding stuff and getting up because it's too hot, you're worried the family are overheating, or you're concerned about the fact that you're throwing money away because the central heating's on overnight. I think it's the second one. I can't deny that whilst I was lying there in bed <laughs> evaluating everything, I could picture the smart meter just whirring yeah, round I'm, and I'm not made of money. I'm not made of money. But then I told myself it's probably a cheaper rate overnight, so it's okay. So look, oh, fair enough. if there's something that you get up to in the middle of the night that is a strange activity for 2am in the... Yeah, you know. You, you know you what know. they're like. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Shane has tweeted to say, change my mum's car battery. The police turned up what? to see what the hell I was doing. Do you know what? If I looked out my bedroom window and saw someone underneath the bonnet of a car at 2am in the morning, I absolutely would call the cops. Do you know the weird thing is, uh, Paul McKenna, the hypnotist, a friend of the show... 
Uh, didn't he say when he was on last time that if you can't sleep, the best thing you're supposed to do is not sit up and watch telly or give your brain a treat. You're supposed to do something really boring, like a household chore or fold washing or whatever. So that is actually quite a good way to get yourself off to sleep. Maybe his advice stayed with me. That's what we want to hear from you. We want to hear about the, the strange things you've got up to in the middle of the night. Oh, I love this one here. It says, hi, I got up last night around 2am to take my garden parasol down. I was worried about the wind taking on an adventure, but I didn't take into consideration, and this is just awful, the slugs that I would encounter going barefoot. Oh, Awful rank. things. Uh, tell us what you get up to in the middle of the night, within reason, please. Uh, Mark, what have you been doing? Glossing me, me skirt and boards and my door frames in my bedroom. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, weirdly, I, I am going to be this evening doing a, pulling a late night one because I'm, I'm decorating our spare room and it always takes much longer than you expect. Uh, so I'm going to be there and I, I decorate in just my pants, Mark, as I mentioned the other day because I don't want to get anything on my clothes. Are you a, a pants-only decorator as well? Charged. Guilty as charged. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Now, now, Mark, the question I want to ask of you is: All right, Bush is saying he's going to be up still at one a.m. decorating tonight. I get the feeling, without putting words in his mouth, that he won't have gone to bed, and it's just because he's a little bit behind schedule with this plan. Had you gone to bed and not been able to sleep, and then got back up to gloss? I've got up many times, different things in the back of my mind. I've got to get that done. Got to get up. Got to get it done. <laughs> so you'd got you you'd actually got out of bed to gloss at two a.m. I'd gone to sleep and then got back up and yeah, honestly, yeah. Wow. I tell you what, from this point on, Mark, we're going to call you the Midnight Glosser. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Ben in Lee says my dad spent all day fixing a lawnmower, so he decided so he decided to do the lawn at twelve at night. I had oh. to hold the torch. This is so weird, right? This is so weird. We had this conversation with Katie the other night. What is the latest that you're allowed to do the lawn? without it being like a wind-up for neighbours? Because I was going to do it kind of at twilight. I thought, I've got a lamp and everything, that'll be fine. I, personally, once the sun is down, no-one's got any business mowing the lawn. Primarily also for their toes, what with using blades. <laughs> G has come in with, I would say, quite a Richie Firth uh, application. <laughs> We're not 100% sure of the facts, but just going for it anyway. He says, you can't use machinery after 8pm at night or before 8am, he says. I've never, right? heard, never heard of that. That's absurd. I mean, it's Light of summer, it's still light at that time. Uh, that's false. Loving it. Una, uh, what were you up doing? Well, in the middle of the night, I couldn't sleep properly, so I got up and I looked around and we had a, a open-plan live-in dining area and mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I wonder what it'll be like with the telly and setting up that end and the dining <laughs> table up that end. And I just <laughs> switched the whole lot round. <laughs> <laughs> On and, my and you... own, gra- dragging the table. It was a big mahogany eight feet of table. <laughs> and do you, are you have a, a partner or another half or someone else that would have come down in the morning to see that firsthand? Yeah, in the morning. Dan got up in the morning and he was like, what the... <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He would have felt that like he's in the middle of... I mean, one for the kids here, in the middle of some Jeremy Beadle show. <laughs> yeah. He was like, what's, what's going on? And I was just like, well, I couldn't sleep. So I decided to have a change. Younger Absolute Radio listeners Googling Jeremy Beadle. It's uh, some bloke with a microphone dressed as a traffic warden. (laughs) (laughs) Just out of curiosity, did it look better the way you put it around? Well, we kept it for a couple of weeks and then I decided I didn't like it, so we moved it back again. You are a flipping nightmare, mate. You are. (laughs) 
Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I just want to say cheers as well. I can't remember which one of you lot did it, but someone got in touch. And remember they gave us an amazing uh, decorating tip about putting tinfoil over your painting tray, and that way you don't have to wash it up. Because uh, obviously, like we've just been talking in this hour of the show, I'm decorating the spare room at the moment. Very lazy decorator. I hate all the prep work. We'll try and get out of doing any form of cleaning. And I tried the tinfoil trick, put it on Instagram, got a lot of stick from people telling me to put it on the top of my head because it'll protect me against 5G masts and stuff <laughs> like that as well. But do you know what? It flipping works. Really? Yeah, it really works. So whoever came up with that idea, thank you, Home Time Listener. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Do you know what? I always think sometimes if if our show had like a crest, you know, like some football clubs have got like a crest with Latin underneath it. Mm. Our show, the home time show, would be a combination of the central tenants are food combinations, yes. unusual food combinations. Yes. We're going to be talking about the mint, uh, meat, toasty a bit later on. Uh, annoying behaviour on public transport. I feel like we'll get back to that when things get back to normal. And, and we've proved it already so far, nighttime activities, particularly wildlife. That's our three areas of expertise. <laughs> uh, and just staying on the nighttime wildlife activity front, uh, we've had a message into the show from a fellow called Matt Thrower, who's a board game and video game reviewer. So he's a respectable chap, but he's got in touch because an unusual thing has been happening to him during the evenings he keeps getting woken up by a mysterious animal and if you follow us on twitter at absolute radio have a little look there's a 10 second video on there uh, that matt shot through his clearly his bedroom window he's been woken up by this thing but it's the most unusual sound of an animal you ever hear have a listen to this and see if you can work out what it is It's loud because it gives off quite an echo. I mean, this is a view from the bedroom window in his house. You can see out over kind of normal kind of residential street, uh, fairly rural. But that sounds like something from the tropical rainforest or something like that. Listen to this. I mean, it's got to be a bird, surely. You think, but I'm thinking baboon. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what, I, I feel it is incumbent on us, and I mean myself and Richie and all of you lot listening, to try and help Matt out by getting an answer as to what the hell that animal is. <laughs> have a listen to it. Have a, have a little look on, on Twitter now, at Absolute Radio. I think it's on our Facebook page as well. We need to find it. Mark has just suggested it's a gruffalo. That's not going to help anyone, Mark. <laughs> all right? You're ruining it. Goffy the Welder says, Bush and Richie, it sounds like Maria Sharapova and she's down a set. <laughs> That's not going to help. That is not going to help. We're trying to help listener Matt out here. That animal, that unidentified creature is waking him up on a nightly basis and it's up to us, and I don't just mean me and Richie and that, I mean all of us, to work out what the hell it is. In the absence of dear old Terry Nutkins, you lot are the uh, the best we can get. Uh, Jen in Liverpool texts to say, boys, it's a, fi- it's a vixen. Then puts in brackets, female fox, because I think she thinks we're... Uh, not that clever. Um, I didn't know that. My knowledge of Vixens is uh, pretty much uh, made Marion out of the Disney film, and I don't think she made that noise. Yeah, that is. It's quite a low. That's that's a scary. That's a, that's a bit of a game changer. That that. Listen to that. 
Uh, Sarah says it's definitely a badger. That ain't a badger. Uh, maybe it's up a tree. Maybe like you said earlier on, it's uh, you think it might be a bird. Maybe it's something that's kind of. I feel like when I, if I'm picturing it in my mind, it's kind of doing a mating call, saying, "Oh, come and have a look at me up a tree somewhere." Can't rule out the badger because they have powerful jaws. I read once that they have the combined force of um, being hit by a Vauxhall Astra. Wow, what an unusual car as well to be in the mix for that. Poor old Matt is absolutely petrified in his bedroom. What the hell's this beast? 8, 12, 15 to get in touch with the show. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Have a listen to that. What a weird beast that is. Listener Matt keeps getting woken up by the noise of this thing every single evening. It's up to us to try and work out what it is. There's a few people who aren't helping. Uh, for example, that strange noise could be my wife snoring. Words he live. Regards, Jay. Uh, Graham says it's obviously an American werewolf. And Ellie and Naya say it's 100% Michael McIntyre laughing. <laughs> Love it. Thankfully, there are... Plenty of people that are trying to help. Uh, ben, what do you reckon it is? I'm pretty certain it's a peacock, Richie, because when I was younger, we used to have peacocks, and they used to sound exactly like that when they were calling out. You had peacocks? Yep. Wow, we had, we had like a gerbil and a, <laughs> a goldfish. Certainly not a peacock <laughs> swanning around. Where did you live? Longleat Safari Park? Uh, no, North West London. OK. Fair enough. I've been up there. It is pretty hoity-toity. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's pretty so, hoity-toity. We used to live on a private estate. Wow, with peacocks. So they're noisy, are they? I mean, pretty much everyone knows peacocks for their plumage. Uh, That's that's a male one, yeah. Females aren't plumage like that, but yeah. Okay, so you you think that that noise that's waking listener Matt up could be a peacock just having a bit of a shout, mating call in the evenings? Well, it could be doing anything, but people are mating probably, yeah. And Ben, we're not we're not wanting to take any money off you, but just to like get an indication of how certain are you? What what money would you put on that? Sixty quid, hundred quid, sixty quid, hundred quid. Well, you sure then will be uh, just stay on the line. He'll take your PayPal details. I wouldn't go higher than that because I can't afford to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you're not about <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Cheers, Drive. You're listening to The Hometime Show on a Thursday night. We are trying to work out what the uh, mystery unidentified creature is that waking up listener Matt each and every evening. George says on email, guys, I don't know what it is, but please stop playing it. It's making my dog go crackers. Uh, what, this noise? <laughs> ah, what is it? Uh, sorry, George's dog. Uh, look, sorry, we have got so many of you getting in touch, and um, the texts, the tweets, huge on this. Love a bit of wildlife, the home time listeners. I've got an idea, Bush. Yeah. Because we've got such a variety of people, some saying you're peacock, some saying you're muntjack deer, some saying you're badger, and all this, and other animals. How about let's do one of our scientific just burst through the phone lines? If we try, let's take a maximum of 10, all right, yeah. as many as we can, uh, and we'll just go with the majority because that, in my book, that's scientific, isn't it? If we go with that- the majority of what they yeah. say, that's the verdict. That's, this is pure science. This, this would be acceptable. I imagine you could submit this as like a university paper or something. Why don't we call it the Home Time Beast Identification Pylon? The HBIP. Love it. HBIPO. All you've got to do then, should we, we give them the, I've not even said the number out loud for ages because we've all been trapped <laughs> in our homes. What even is the number anymore? 0330 123 1215. 
Yay! I've remembered it right. 0330-123-1215. Call it now. We're going to go through as many as we can. Depends how much we talk to you. And the majority will be the verdict for this show. Call us. 0330-123-1215. Go. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Right there, moment of truth. Time to work out what this animal noise is that listener Matt is being woken up by. The lines, the phone lines are loaded with Home Time listeners. Let's give this a go. Hello, who's this? It's Glenn from Dunkel. Glenn, what are you saying? What is it? It's got to be a fox. OK, Glenn says fox. A bit underwhelming. It's too, it sounds too big and meaty to be a fox, but fine, you've had your vote, Glenn. You've exercised your democratic right. Hello, Absolute Radio, who's this? Hello, it's Steve in Filing in Scarborough. Steve, what are you voting for? Um, I'm voting for deer, because we've got deer up here and we've also got peacocks and I hear them regular, both of them, so it's a deer. OK, it's a deer from Steve. Absolute Radio, who's this? Oh, hi, my name's Maggie Spurgeon. Hello, Maggie, what's your vote? Uh, peacocks. <laughs> wow, the one that the fella from earlier on had in his gated community. <laughs> yeah, well, I live in um, Stoke in Mount Fitchett and we've got a castle down the bottom of the, in the village and the, um, they've got peacocks there and they wander around the village making that noise all the time. Thank you very much for casting your vote. Absolute Radio, who's this? Colin. It's a moonjack deer. <laughs> OK, it's a second vote for the deer. Bush is taking the lead. I'm not going to argue uh, with Colin. He sounds it's badass. Defin- it's definite. Absolute Radio, who's this? Hiya, Richie, Ellie. Ellie, what is it? A vixen. <laughs> oh, that's a fox. Yeah, a vixen. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> OK, this is close now between the fox, and, the fox and the deer. Absolute Radio, who's this? This is Michael. Uh, I think it's a howler monkey. <laughs> oh, there's always one. There is always one person who phones up with this kind of thing. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you very much. Absolute Radio, who's this? Oh, hello, it's Julie. Hello, Suli. Uh, what's the uh, animal? Julie. Julie, Julie yeah, I Julie. thought Suli sounded strange. Hey. Uh, Ju- <laughs> Julie, what's uh, the animal? It's a fox, I think. Fox. Oh, OK. Yeah. What makes you think it's a fox, incidentally? Um, well, I often get woken up in my flat in North London with a, a similar sound, so that's what I think it is. Right, a few more. Thank you very much, Suli or Julie. Uh, Absolute Radio, who's this? Richard, it's a muntjack deer. <laughs> muntjack deer. I've never heard. I've never heard of this deer before in my entire life. Is it an aggressive deer? They are dogs. They're small, about dog shaped, about the size of a Labrador. And they've got like little tusks on the side, the males. Okay. That's terrifying. Wow, we're learning um, tonight. Thank you very much for the intel. This is possibly the most considered intel we've had. Uh, Absolute Radio, who's this? Oh, hello, it's Elaine. Elaine, what's the animal? I think it's um, a monk jack. (laughs) Because I I hear them, I live in quite a rural um, place, so I'll just turn the radio down. And um, we've got the same sound that comes out every single night. Right, yeah. one more one more vote to take. Let's find out. Could it be the casting one? Who's this? Hi, it's Ryan. Ryan, Hi. what's the animal? It's a frog. It's a frog. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Uh, Bush, that makes it four votes for a deer, three for a fox, one frog, one howling monkey and one peacock. I swear our two-year-old's got a book with exactly this content in it. It's unbelievable. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
Absolute Radio. I'm just looking at all the metrics here in the studio. Uh, numbers through the roof uh, listening to uh, all the Absolute Radio stations right now because, of course, everyone is congregating, flocking back to the Hometime Show uh, to find out how yesterday evening's experiment went with the minced beef toasty. <laughs> The weird thing is, it was almost a meal that never happened. Just a bit of background to it first. Obviously, my father-in-law, Peter, from Newcastle, uh, told me that it was like a, an old-school northeast delicacy. You'd have a toasted minced beef sandwich if you were in the pub. It got Richie and I going, and we just thought we had to try it. Last night was the big night we were going to make it. Uh, but you, you, you didn't get your mints in time. It nearly never happened. And I managed to pull the actual uh, air vent off our oven hood. So it was almost like it was uh, nearly a cursed meal in some respects. Nearly a cursed meal, nearly a sign that it wasn't something that we should try and that we're playing yeah. with forces that are really strong and uh, uh, that we're not worthy of. But you know what? We pressed on and we have to... Re- well, I say we have to report back. The thing is, Bush and I have kept from each other what our actual thoughts are until this moment in time. Bush, I'd like you to go first. Did you enjoy the minced beef toasty? It looked horrendous, but it tasted absolutely amazing to the point where I then got a knife and fork and I ate the rest of the beef that I had in the pot that I hadn't used. OK, here's a confession from me. Go on. On the way home, I bought the mince. I bought myself what I was calling an emergency pizza, just in oh. case it wasn't very good. I cooked it. It looked awful. So brown. Oh, it's so awful. So brown. And I took a bite and I was in heaven. And Wasn't I ate, it good? I ate the whole thing and I haven't touched the pizza. Do you know what? I think there's that little bit of OXO that you've got in there as well. A couple of people were saying put Worcestershire sauce in there on top of that. I'm gonna, are you going to make it again? I think I'm going to make it again. Yes, I will make it again. I'll also give you a little steer. As you know, I didn't have beef stock cubes last night. The only stock cubes in the house were fish. I decided that that wasn't a wise idea. So I mixed it with a little bit of yeast, a little bit of Marmite. Oh, phew, if you'd left it a yeast then, I don't think I'd sleep this evening. <laughs> so, Home Time says, minced beef toasty, it's a bit of all right. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, so, out on Disney Plus tomorrow, the one and only Ivan, brand new film, stars Brian Cranston, and the other week, uh, whilst uh, you were away on holiday, Bush, I got the chance to interview Brian, which was exciting for me. Gutted you weren't here, because I know you love him as well. Well, you were saying to me, oh, I'm going to be on my own and all that kind of stuff. Turn around, you got Brian Cranston <laughs> hanging out with. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. <laughs> um, it was a great film. Uh, it's uh, predominantly Definitely, all the animals CGI, um, and uh, Brian is a human. I can confirm that. Um, (laughs) Check it out; it's a great film. Uh, So I was chatting to Brian, started asking him what it was like to act in front of essentially nothing. I have to ask what it's like to to act mainly against nothing in a film like this. What 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 was in the place of the animals when when you're doing this? Uh, well, there were about 10 animals in the movie and none of them were real. Yeah. Uh, So most of there were puppets, there were men in green suits pushing around a large frame of what would become an elephant. 
um, a, a very talented performer named Ben Bishop from the UK was Ivan uh, with a mocap suit on and uh, stilts for his arms. And he helped me tr tremendously because he really took on the, the, the sensibility of a gorilla and, and really made me feel like I was talking to a gorilla. Um, and so that, that helps a lot, you know, in, in, whether you're doing that kind of work or on stage, when your actors are really there for you, opposite you, it, it helps tremendously. And so it was a little different. When you're, um, like acting opposite Ben, are you spending more time with Ben as Ivan or Sam Rockwell voicing Ivan? Uh, completely, totally with Ben because. Wow. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear Sam's voice. Uh, I heard Sam's voice in the beginning just to get a sense of his cadence and how he he was going to sound as as Ivan. And then when we're shooting, remember in in our movie, the the humans uh, cannot hear the animals. The animals can hear each other, but the humans yeah. cannot understand what the. So basically, for me, it was a monologue. I was just speaking to Ivan and then he would look at me and I would I would intuit what he was thinking and and you know anthropomorphism is is the word that that we apply to it that I I was sensing different emotions whether or not the animal was truly feeling that but humans have done that for for ages and you're speaking to Ivan in a wonderful British accent, may I say, in this, even if at the beginning that Ivan, Ivan mocks in, in his monologue at the beginning, he mocks your accent. I thought that was a really good one. Uh, oh, uh, Richie, I really appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> in talking with our, our director, Thea, I, and we were shooting it in the UK, and I said, I think Mac, my character, is theatrical. So he would put on a show and to a, the American ear, hearing uh, a proper British accent just adds to the magic of it. And boy, it's really fancy. And so <laughs> the only time I used the, the British accent was when I was presenting yeah. myself as the ringleader, you know, a ringmaster rather. And, um, and then when he's backstage, we realize, oh, that's not true. And, and you know, he... Uh, there's certain elements of it that I wanted to put into the character that made him vulnerable. And, and do you enjoy doing accents? Because um, when I was looking back and reminding myself that I've got two teenage kids and they loved Madagascar three, and there you are as Vitali in that a completely. Do, do you enjoy like doing accent work? I think most actors enjoy being able to do something that they're not. I mean, that's the fascination for us is to be able to to venture out and find characters that are not like we are in our real lives. And so Madagascar three was, a, was another one where I got to play these Russian tiger like these. And so I was, was having fun doing these, you know, it was, it was, uh, it's a joy to, to yeah. stumble upon something that, that uh, works in the story. Um, you say about playing something that isn't your normal life. I have a confession to make, and it's one that um, is hideous. But it, my my confession is, when I found out that I was going to get the chance to talk to you, I really then had to play catch up. I've been very, very late, seven years late in my life, 
to Breaking Bad, people had been saying to me so many times, you'll love this. And stubbornly, because people were saying, you'll love this, you'll love this, I was thinking, well, look, in my time, I will. And, <laughs> and I am now binging my way through this. That's obviously a role that is nothing like you in real life. What do you like to binge on when you binge on a TV show or movies? You know, it kind of catches you by surprise. Early on in March, when the lockdown happened in the United States yeah. and a, a neighbor of mine said, you got to look at Tiger King. And I went, what's that? And I said, just, just look, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Just watch it. <laughs> and so that certainly became a binge in two days. We watched the whole thing. And, and uh, uh, so it, it, sometimes it catches you by surprise, doesn't it? And yeah. you don't know if you're going to really be attached to something or not. And right now I'm, I'm catching up on my better call Saul um, background. So we're in the fifth, Fifth season of Better Call Saul. And I keep, people keep telling me that if you're loving Breaking Bad, you're going to love that. So I'm looking forward to that as well. The other thing that obviously you, you talk about like binging on stuff during the lockdown. The other thing that a lot of us were doing were, uh, were really getting up, getting going on our cooking again. Um, you've obviously recovered from COVID, which we're delighted to hear. But how has your cooking gone during that lockdown period? I leave the cooking to my wife. She's a much, much better cook than I am. However, you don't have a signature dish. Uh, no, but however, I have started baking and I bake really beautiful loaves of sourdough bread, beautifully split and hard crust on the top and kind of rough and tumble crude kind of cuts. And then in the center, it's really soft and moist with lots of pockets where the sourdough and the fluffiness, oh man, just slap some butter onto that and you're in well, you've got the you've got the successful drinks going, so maybe Brian Cranston endorsed sourdough bread is the, the, next, the next natural step. You know what? With our dos hombres mezcal, which is actually <laughs> in, in Suffrages right now. Yeah. It's doing fantastic. And, and that with sourdough bread and a, and a glass of dos hombres, ah! <laughs> Brian, it has been such a joy to chat to you today. Thank you so much. The one and only Ivan out on Disney Plus. I loved it and it's been great talking to you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Richie. Good day to you, man. All the best. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So that's another show in the bag. Hope you enjoyed it. And of course, you can get in touch with us via email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, we have been asking for people if they wanted to do the, the music that you're about to hear that's going to play us out. I think the time has come for us to take this into our own hands, Richie. You can play instruments. I can play instruments. Why don't we write our own theme tune to see us out? We'll write our own theme tune. We'll do it. Um, we've both got our own musical talents. Do you know what? I, I, the other thing that I've got hidden away, I've got a degree in media production. I mean, we've got our own producer, but I can do what he does. What about this? I, I bought this just the other day. This could be a bit of a winner as well. Oh, my goodness. That don't need production, mate. You're done. Hands away. Studio, but let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for more. Pushing Richie on the radio, they'll be back again tomorrow. Phantom Music interview, subscribe, rate, leave, review. Home time.